you are listening to a live show, not pre-recorded, because this is WABC, and we're the number one show in the country, number one station. Thanks to John Katzmatidis, who's in studio. John, John, how and are Sid you? Sid has the number one show on the station. Yes, that's he does. Sid, and Sid, he's Bernie calling and in. He's, and I'm Lydia Serrani. And is Sid right there? Sid Rosenberg, I know you're, uh, you're relaxing maybe there on the beach, getting a nice tan. We want a report from Rockaway. Yeah, no, I am here, guys, this morning and uh, couldn't be happier to be with you two. I did get up a bit earlier than I ordinarily would on a day off just to be with you. But I have to tell you, it is a gorgeous sunsplash day. And, John, to your point, in Rockaway, every single house, every single house, for as many miles as I can see, has an American flag outside the house. And on top of that, every single pole in the middle of the street used for lights or other uh, city issues They've got flags as well. I've never seen a more patriotic neighborhood than Bell Harbor, Lazy Point, Rockaway. You wake up this morning, you feel like a great American. Well, I'll tell you, in, in, uh, that the beach must be beautiful. Was it beautiful yesterday? It was beautiful yesterday again. Not a cloud in the sky, about 75 degrees. It's a good 12 to 13 degrees cooler here, John and Lydia, than it is in New York City. And they expect the same thing today. Now, tomorrow's going to be so hot, it's even going to hit about 85 here on the beach. But today, about 77, <laughs> sunny, no clouds, just a perfect day to celebrate. Really one of the great days in our country's uh, history. And as I say all the time, and Bernie says it too, while you're out there today, folks, having your barbecue, getting together with family, getting ready for a huge Rangers game seven tonight, don't forget why you're home today. You're home because, like Lydia just said, of the ultimate sacrifice, some that gave all uh, have yourself a moment to just just pay homage and honor our brave men and women that even today, as I'm on the beach in Rockaway, or in some lonely cave in Afghanistan or some, some street in Iraq or somewhere else very dangerous around the world, don't forget you're off today, not because you're great, but because our men and women protect us every single day and offer us the freedoms to do what we're doing right now. So uh, we've got a great country and very courageous people every day fighting for our rights. Tell me about some of the concerns uh this Memorial Day weekend, I mean, the killings are, are persisting in uh, uh, in New York City. And, uh, uh, you know, at, at what point is enough enough, uh, Sid? Well, that point is now. And you're right. It does it does put a bit of a pull on it. Here I am standing outside staring at the American flags, talking about how prideful I am. But the truth is, John, is that a lot of Americans have not felt this way since the late 1970s with Jimmy Carter. 1979 specifically with the gas lines, the inflation, the hostages that I ran, there was a feeling in this country like, oh, my God, what's happened? And we're there now. Let's not forget, we're honoring those folks today that gave up their lives. Joe Biden is not that far away from costing 13 brave Americans their lives in Afghanistan because he's a moron. Bottom line, he bumbled you know, the exit from Afghanistan. And now today there are 13 new families mourning the loss of their you know, courageous sons and daughters because of Joe Biden. So between the streets of New York that goes to Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul, the policies around the nation that goes to Joe Biden in Washington, D.C., this is not an easy time. And a lot of Americans are really embarrassed, I'll be honest. Uh, but you got to put those feelings aside today because even though, even though the country is not at its very best right now and our politicians are doing their best to destroy it, we are still far and away the greatest country in the world. And people like Aubrey Huff, uh, not Orbeal, I'm sorry, and people like the manager of the Giants, uh, they need to realize that, Gabe Kapler, this is still the greatest country in the world, and they need to be proud of where they are despite all of our problems. 
You're Did absolutely you guys right. hear about what happened at 63rd and uh, 3rd Avenue on Thursday? It was just before 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and the guy just w- went on a stabbing spree. What the heck yeah. is going on in the world, in your words, John, that random people like that guy, Daniel Enriquez, who is the guy who was on the subway, the Goldman Sachs employee, he's just sitting there, and someone comes up to him and shoots him in the chest. Now this, another random attack, well, the, the big companies, in the middle Lydia, of the day. That's why Kathy Hochul had that... Like Kathy, uh, uh, Wild. Kathy Wild had that Zoom call with the 200th la- largest companies in the in the city uh, with Eric Adams, with Mayor Adams, uh, because those companies, everybody's telling them, bring your workers back to work, and the workers are scared to go in the subways. Yeah, listen, there's a complete feeling of lawlessness, guys. Uh, people know they can get away with stuff, and this goes back to the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, last week. We spoke a lot about guns. I get it. Gun controls, ban AR-15s. I get all that. We spent days talking about the cops, how they blew it. I get that, too. But for me, that whole story was about our youth. What is happening to our young kids where they think it's cool to go into a school and kill nine-year-old kids? I mean, that kid was being bullied by kids his age. He didn't go into his school and, and kill the kids that bullied him. He went to a random elementary school and killed nine-year-olds, and he's not the first. The guy that killed Daniel Enrique, there's, there's a feeling out there that life just doesn't matter. And to me, that is a much, much larger issue than guns, than ammunition, than all this stuff we're seeing. That, that is a problem, guys. There is a, just a feeling these days that life isn't worth all that much anymore. And as far as I've been around this, uh, this uh, planet now for 55 years, I don't remember being anything like this. Now, I'm not sure that Eric Adams and Captain Hoker can cure that because, to me, that is a mental illness slash evil disease that goes above and beyond policing and taking guns off the streets. Well, it starts in the home. What, what is the common thread among a lot of these, or if not most of these shooters? The broken home, no father figure. The, I mean, in this last case, the Uvalde shooter, the mother was reportedly, she has her own substance abuse issues, and the child, he was neglected. I mean, this is just... It's really, no, people have lost their humanity. They've lost their soul. They've lost their faith in God. They just think, okay, I'm, haven't you noticed it? Even when I'm driving into the city, as it, like people are honking. Everybody's so angry. Why is everybody yeah. just so angry? I, I don't know. And look, you're right. Uh, they do come from broken homes. But Lydia, I know a lot of folks that come from broken homes. They don't take guns to schools. I mean, really before 1999, yes. which was Columbine, of course. So now we're going on 23 years. You didn't hear these stories. Did they happen? Yeah, once in a while. There was an issue in Sweden. There was an issue in Russia, maybe one or two here. But they've become commonplace the last 23 years. And broken homes and guns, they've been around a lot longer than 23 years. So the question is, what has happened since 1999 that is driving these people to these murderous situations? Because they're angry, you're right. They come from broken homes. But why now so violent? Wasn't always the case. And it's become Mm -hmm. very, very scary. I, I don't envy People like Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul, but at the same time, but at the same time, but, if you're going to run, run and say you're going to fix it, then God damn it, fix it. Sid, me and you talked about it. it it's it, uh, The people accountable has to be Stuart Cousins from the state Senate and uh, Carl Hasty. And, and somehow, uh, I, I, I don't know uh, Stuart Cousins at all, but I know Carl Hasty is a smart guy. Uh, why is he scared about the woke culture? They are scared stiff that the woke culture is going to be against them 
if they're not if they are not for the world culture. And that's well, what it yeah, comes no, down to. Right. Uh, no, I mean, the right, same John. way we got cowards down in Texas that didn't go into those classrooms, those, those cops. <clears throat> the same way we have cowards in politics that don't stand up for what they think is right. Well, we don't know if they think it's right or not. That's the problem. I understand that, yes, some of these politicians react based upon fear from their colleagues, but I'm not sure that's the case with Hasty. Maybe he really believes that. Maybe Cousins really believes that. Maybe AOC really believes that. It makes him sicker than he even thought. And that's why, I mean, you've got a guest coming up in a couple of minutes who has become a good friend of mine, very good friend of mine, and that's Andrew Giuliani. That's why 2022 becomes so important. I've endorsed Lee Zeldin from day one. Uh, I, I, right now, I've got a very tepid endorsement for Lee Zeldin because a kid like Giuliani is really coming on. That's why elections matter, guys. You know this, John and Lydia. That's why 2022 becomes so pivotal for all of us because if you agree with John, and John is a 1,000% right, I agree with him as well, and you're sick and tired of the Heasties and the Cousins and the Hochuls and all these folks, then stop bitching about it. Get out. Vote. Vote in the right person, and let's start to change the politics, the policies, and the culture of this city, of this state, and of this country on this beautiful Memorial Day. Well, Sydney, this November and the primaries, it's all about law and order. And let's not get it wrong. Let's not confuse things. Law and order, and whoever goes, don't complain. Nobody complain unless you go and vote, and you vote for law and order. And you know what else we're going to do? We're going to offer a reward for, for um, what, uh, fraudulent voting? How about that? Yeah, we should. Yeah, I love that. We should. We should make people pay the price. I mean, we just went through hell in, uh, obviously, in 2020 with the presidential election with Trump and, and Biden. And, you, you know, you feel the way you want to feel. That's up to you. But you know, there is clearly something wrong with our elections, both local and uh, on the bigger level. That uh, that's a good idea. Offer a reward to start uh, making people pay for fraud and all the issues. Yeah, but who's going to manage it? You know, we, well, we, you know, when we offer a reward for that gal uh, that got uh, the poor girl that died in Burger King, we've offered ten thousand dollar reward. Uh, she got captured. There was rewards placed for that subway guy. Uh, they, he got captured. Uh, we put out a ten thousand dollar reward uh, for. Were the people that held up that Gristini store, and I understand it's gonna, that that case is going to be solved soon. And but who do you work with on people are not voting? They're not they're fraudulent voting. Who do we work with? Who do we yeah, offer the great. reward to? I guess you'd have to see it happen, like at a at a voting center. Let's say if you see somebody, you know, bringing in an envelope, stuff like that. But certainly the mail by vote. Yeah, but who do we turn it into? Let's yeah, say they called the in the WABC hotline and they, yeah, and they yeah, gave yeah. us all the evidence. Who do we call yeah. it? Who do we give it to? You, you can't. You really can't. And, and that's another issue that's become uh, a big deal with this gubernatorial race is the at least the accusations of fraud, petition fraud, the signatures to actually get into the race between <laughs> Lee Zeldin, Astorino, and Giuliani. So, listen, you're right. There's, uh, that's an issue. But uh, it is what it is. So you got to live with that. Still, still, if you're upset with the way the country is, if you don't like the way this city, this state, and this country is right now, and God knows you shouldn't, then get up and vote. And, and listen, if there's fraud, if there's stuff that goes on, there's nothing you can do about that. But as an American, you've got the right to go out and vote, to, to uh, make people hear your voice, and make sure you do it. Because right now, right now, and you hear the cars honking as they go by, they love me in this neighborhood. Right now, this... Uh, 
this city, this state, and this country is not where it should be. We're still the greatest. Don't confuse the issue, folks. We are still the greatest. Go out and celebrate today. We've got a lot of work to do, especially in our, in our very own city. Lydia, me, Sydney, Chad went out to, uh, we, to dinner with uh, Cindy Adams on Friday night. I, I said to Cindy Adams, I said, do you like the Latin lover, Chad, or do you like <laughs> the Jewish lover in Sydney? Oh, boy. Which, which one did she pick? I think she she think, could handle both. She said. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I think I think we were looking at, at a menage a trois situation with all three of us. By the way, probably John. She is adorable. I have to tell you, I have not gone to Gallagher's since I worked at WFAN twenty three years ago. I know Cindy's got a regular table there. That was a delicious dinner. It was uh, John, his lovely wife Margot, me, Chad, and Cindy. And I want to thank you for that. That was uh, the, the food was good. The food was good. It I, was great. Yeah, the steak was terrific. There's a great restaurant. That was a lot of fun. That was a great way to kick off the Memorial Day weekend, John. Thank you so much. One more thing, Sid. Top Gun. Did you see it yet, or are you going to see it? I haven't seen it yet, but it's funny. Greg Kelly was on with me and Bernie on our last show on Friday. And, of course, you guys know that Greg Kelly flew those same exact jets that Tom Cruise is flying in Top Gun 2. And I said, did you like the movie? And he said, well, the first one was a bit unrealistic, he said. But as a guy that actually flew the same jets, I'm looking forward to see the second movie. So if Greg Kelly wants to see it, and he's an actual Marine and a guy we celebrate today, if Greg Kelly wants to see it, you bet I'm going to see it. But today, John, today, it's all about family. It's all about country. It's all about the beach. And then 8 o'clock tonight, it's all about a game seven with the New York Rangers as we pray to God we win tonight in Carolina and move on and take Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Finals before the Stanley Cup. Everybody in New York is a Ranger fan tonight. Absolutely correct. Well, Sid, thanks for calling in. I love you guys. Happy Memorial Day to, uh, to you, John, to you, Lydia, to all of our uh, listeners. Thank you for making us number one. Now it's time for all of us to make our country number one again. We're going to take our so country much. back. We're going to take our city back. I love it, John. You're the best. I love you, buddy. Thank you. Thank take care. You.